Good morning time right now is 612 and it is currently 7 degrees downtown Duluth. Only getting up to a high of 15. It just seems like it is biting cold today. But We're so used to the warmness that we have. I know, we're so spoiled. I think we're going to bounce back next week, but this week's going to be grim as far as... uh, Temperature-wise, I've got a full look at your weather I, uh, coming up. made a comment yesterday that I would like to speak to February's manager. <laughs> I know. Uh, I think February's manager is talking to December's manager. I think uh. that's what's going on. But um, one thing I am super grateful for, even though I ended up being inside for the plunge on Saturday, it was absolutely beautiful. Yes. Um, I know that Cooper had... Um, some little uh, vitals up on the screen where I think the air temperature was 36 and the water temperature was 34. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so it was is equally as cold uh, outside as it was in the water. But I want to just say a big, big thank you to everybody involved in the uh, polar plunge. Uh, the goal was 145,000, which I know you talked about yesterday. And uh, the total, 165, 182, yeah. 20, 000, over $20,000 over the goal for the year. 624 plungers, which was more than last year at 575. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And, um, I just think that it's it's every year it's just going to get bigger and bigger again because I think we're bouncing back from after the pandemic. And so now people are com- coming back and... Uh, I actually talked to a, there was a, a group from uh, uh, Anoka, I think they're from. It was a, a suburb of the Twin Cities, and they do like four or five plunges throughout the state. Oh, wow. And they had said that this one is their absolute favorite because it's oh. a badge of honor to jump into Lake Superior. Right. Not that it's, you know, a cakewalk in the cities to jump into Lake, Lake Harriet, but still. Now, uh, any favorite costumes that come to mind? Um, my favorite and the people that won the costume contest was <laughs> it was a cardboard boat. And so then they had like the guy dressed like the Gordon's fisherman. Oh, okay. and then they had uh, there was a woman that was the captain and the Gordon's fisherman. And then a guy had like a little uh, fan on his butt and he was the he was the motor. Oh, geez. and he had like an Evinrude like cardboard cap on his head. <laughs> And then he put his arm out, so he was like, that was like the guide they used for, it was hilarious. I love that. Um, and there was uh, some, um, oh, what are those things called? No, I can't even remember. They're yellow and the the big eyes, what are those things? Minions? Minions. Yeah, so there's some minions. Banana. Banana. And uh, there was some ballerinas, and there was some oh. like rock stars and there was a polar bear and there was just lots of stuff it was love great it. love it so yeah so we had, a, we had a good crowd at the garden everyone at the garden was great and and very gracious and kind i mean they're normally not open so uh, it was nice that they opened up for us to have a pre and post place to go and uh worked out great with the shuttles everything was really smooth um that's what everybody lots of comments saying that you know, it just was like clockwork, you know, to get out there. And I think we burned through all the, all 600, over 600 pledges in like a little over an hour. Wow. It went really fast. And they had to, they had a little bit of a jaunt to get out onto the ice. And then there was a big square that was cut. So it was a, it was a challenge for the people plunging and it was shallow. It was about waist deep. So uh, people that went under probably hit their butts when they jumped off. <laughs> yeah. Um, which you and I both know how that is when you don't know how deep it is and you're just like, well, okay, hopefully I'm not going to break my butt. I just cannonball every time. <laughs> right. There's a couple of cannonballs, but I'm glad nobody tried to dive. They were very concerned of that because it was so shallow. It was shallow where they were. 
Um, and then they had some steps to get out. And of course, the St. Louis County Rescue Squad was there. Fire Department. Thank you to the Duluth Police Department. All of their involvement in this. Uh, we couldn't do it without them because there's a lot of work behind the scenes. Uh, set up, take down. It's a lot of stuff. And also, big thank you to Cooper, our uh, co-worker who did the live stream of the entire plunge, which you can check out on the app and at Mix108.com. It's going to be on there forever. So if you plunged, make sure to check it out. Tell all your friends to go back and, and uh, watch it, too. And you can just kind of fast forward so you can find yourself. <laughs> but again, thank you so much uh, to Plungers, to uh, everyone behind the scenes. It was a huge success, and we're uh, always excited to be a part of it. So till next year, uh, thank you, Plungers, and raise a lot of money for Special Olympics Minnesota, which is what it was all about. And uh, coming up in just a couple minutes, got to check your forecast. Tell you what's happening for the week right here in Mix 108. Bill Adsanju is so busy. We're re- four and uh, it is seven degrees right now. Oh. So we were just talking earlier because now, of course, this week, the temps are, are very cold, single digits. But it's been so nice and warm in February. And with that, um, one of the ice castles in Wisconsin is actually closed already because it's starting to melt. So that's an unfortunate situation for them, for sure, because they count on you know people coming by and seeing all this so what happens to the minnesota ice castle uh i'd love to tell you but my computer just froze okay (laughs) well hold on so wisconsin's ice castles is already closed for the season and so now the minnesota castles (laughs) oh are they the ones that have that slide yeah yeah. Oh, I love that. How's your computer going? Not good. How about yours? <laughs> no, mine's good. I'm just trying to get to the meat. I'm seeing a lot of Wisconsin. Here we go. All right. So the Twin Cities saw some very warm weather lately, which uh, did not do the ice castles any favor. They are expecting some heavy snowfall this week, but also colder temperatures as well. So is that going to do any harm to the ice castles? There's currently no formal ward on if they were closed for the season, but it's likely that they're not going to be open much longer because, again, there's another warm-up coming up next week because, for some reason, the winter, winter weather is crazy this year. Well, and the one in Wisconsin is in Lake Geneva, which, if you don't know Wisconsin, that's like on the Illinois border. Right. So that's really far south. That's oh, yeah. further south than Milwaukee. So. Not to say that it's like that much warmer than like northern Wisconsin, but there's it's kind of a running joke in my family of people think that my family and friends in Milwaukee area think that it's like the Arctic Circle up here, which it kind of is. But. I mean, they're not wrong. But as of right now, organizers are still offering tickets as far out as Sunday, March 5th. Obviously, that could change. But there you go. Yeah, it's in New Brighton, and now that the cities is going to get all this snow, that's got to help, too, if it's cold enough to snow. Right. But when you think about, I mean, what a drag when you think of all the time and energy and effort and money put into making these ice castles. Who would have thought in mid-February that they'd have to close the exhibit? Not me. That's absolutely insane. So if you want more info about uh, the now former Wisconsin Ice Castle or what's going on in Minnesota, uh, Cooper's got all the details for you at Mix108.com and also on the Mix108 app. You can check that out. Coming up next hour, don't forget, we've got Ian's Toolbox. Plus, we're going to talk. Minneapolis could be getting up to two feet of snow. Insane. 
And so there's a story about what they're asking uh, residents of Minneapolis to do. And I know all about it because I lived in the cities and I did not have off-street parking. And I will tell you what, in the winter, it is no fun. So I can't even imagine with two feet of snow. No. We'll tell you what they're advising people to do in the Twin Cities. Oh, my God. I'm so glad I live in Duluth right now. You have no idea. Beyonce on the way. Justin Bieber and Miley Cyrus Flowers is next on Mix 108. The vehicles are here in sort. Time right now is 6.52, only 7 degrees. Bye-bye. Downtown Duluth will uh, give you a full weather update oh. coming up in just a couple minutes. Next hour, Ian's Toolbox, plus top restaurants in Minnesota, according to Yelp. Might be surprised if some of them or Ooh. applaud them and be like, yes, I agree. That's all coming up next hour right here on Mix 108. There's so much going on up at Sanju and Tumidus. Dumbest, most idiotic people on earth. It's Ian's Toolbox on Mix 108. What a tool. Oh, Gene, I don't even know where to begin with this one. We're starting off the toolbox this morning when a man in Connecticut was accused of pouring gasoline on a woman and threatening to set her on fire oh during a domestic dispute. dispute. Yeah. When cops arrived, they could smell gasoline they were able to get the woman out of harm's way however uh the man refused to be apprehended until he set his trailer on fire and so he did and as soon as he set his mobile home on fire he gladly let officers take him in wow so apparently he just needed to light something on fire gene Jeez, some people over in South Carolina, an apartment was evacuated after someone spotted a box marked excl- explosives on it. Uh, when cops arrived, when the bomb squad aw- arrived, they carefully opened the box to find out it was a box full of drugs. So it ended up being a drug arrest in the apartment complex. Because apparently that was where the man wanted to hide his drugs, Gene. And a box marked explosives. <laughs> Not fooling anyone, sir. Nope. And heading down to Texas. Angle angered that a couple in a neighboring apartment was making too much noise during intimacy. A pair of gun-toting Texas sisters threatened to shoot the loud lovebirds. They were arrested for uh, felony assault. Wow. Yeah. So uh, be careful, Gene. Don't be too loud. You just never that know. That is an issue for me, for sure. You just never know who your neighbors are. Well, that's going to do it for the toolbox, Gene. Ah, oh, neighbors. I know. Sometimes they can just be so horrific. Time right now is 7.15, and it is uh, still 7 degrees downtown Duluth. Looking for that high today of 15. So, Ian, I know that you yourself are a fantastic cook, and you like to cook. I do. Uh, but... Like most people, I'm sure you like to go out to eat. I do. I do too. And it's uh, kind of a bad habit that I have because it's expensive. It's expensive to go out to eat. I've gotten a lot better lately about cooking at home. Right. And especially when you have kids, it's like that's. It's just sometimes it's so easy to just go out though. Yeah. Oh, agreed. Or it's just something that I could never make at home. (laughs) You know, where I'm like, hmm. This sounds fantastic. Well, uh, you did a little deep dive, and it's the 10th anniversary of Yelp's Top 100 Places to Eat. And it's based on user ratings. And uh, 
Were there any from Minnesota on the list? Well, so here's the thing. So every year, well, for the last 10 years anyway, Yelp puts together their their list of top 100 restaurants in the entire United States based on customer reviews. There was about zero restaurants in both Minnesota and Wisconsin. Like, neither state made the list. Okay. At all. However, there's still, you know... Minnesota restaurants on Yelp. So I I did a separate search to see which were like the top restaurants in Minnesota alone, according to Yelp. But I feel like Minnesota is definitely more of like a word of mouth or Google review. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So the top five restaurants in the Twin Cities, according to Yelp, that did not make the hundred best restaurants. Uh, Santi's in St. Paul. Cosmic Coffee in Minneapolis. Minnesota Sweet Comforts in Maplewood, Salem Restaurant in Minneapolis, and a food truck called Cam Foodie that can be found around the city's area. Those all I got like perfect ratings on Yelp. How fantastic is that? A food truck. I love food trucks. I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge supporter of food trucks. I think they are fantastic. That's great. Isn't That's it? tough. That's yeah. tough. Out of like, because there's a lot of great restaurants mm-hmm. in the state. Oh, yeah. Any guesses on which Duluth restaurants are like the top five best, according to Yelp? Um, I bet you can't guess number one. Duluth Grill. Arnold's Roadside Cafe. What? That was the number one. Yeah. Nice. On Highway 2. Uh, I forget about that one. Great Harvest Bread Company. Oh, my God, they're scones. Forget it. Chacho's Taqueria, which is, like, new. The Social House and Superior Waffles. I did Duluth area, not just Duluth. but So those are the top five uh, perfect ratings, according to Yelp. I have not been to Chacho's. Is that next to the... Uh, is that in Canal Park? Yeah, it's next to uh, the club. <laughs> I was trying to... Figure out how you know they, they play jazz. Yeah, the jazz club. Yeah, the ja- next yeah, to the yeah, jazz yeah. club. Yeah, that's exactly what that place. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. So there you have it, Gene. I love that. So if you want some uh, ideas of where to go eat, whether in Duluth, Superior, Twin Ports, or just in the state of Minnesota, Ian's got a very handy list for you. And so. Uh, you buy Yelp reviews, people are people are loving it. So I mean, go check it out. Most of the top ten restaurants are like California. There's a few in Florida, Hawaii, and and I feel like that's definitely where Yelp is more used. Yeah. So makes sense. Yeah. A lot of people just don't want to take that extra five minutes unless they really really liked it or didn't like it at all. Right. However, I did eat at one of the top ten restaurants before when I went out to Disneyland. I had uh, the Sun Bliss Cafe. I don't remember exactly what I got, but I remember saying, yeah, it's not bad. That's a really big thing for Disneyland, Disney World. I've noticed that on TikTok where um, of all the different types of food. Yeah. Like people make a big. Well, first of all, it's very expensive. Right. Of course. You know, they're like this Mickey Mouse ice cream sandwich costs $17. But it was you know? amazing. <laughs> but it was so good. Uh, but, you know, just because they offer food items, too, from, like, all over the world, too. Right. So that's what's nice, too. If you want something besides, like, a cheeseburger or a hot dog, they have a huge variety of food to choose from. So, uh, but I just I kind of noticed more of an uptick of that, for sure. 
Ellie Goulding on the way, Metro Boomin, and Dua Lipa is next. I'm Mix 108. MBT stands for nothing but town to lose. Thank you for a high today of 15. Could be getting some more snow over the next couple days. Uh, tell me less. Cumulation, excuse me, accumulation really varies. They're saying anywhere between two and six inches. Just kind of depends where you're at. Listen, we live in the frozen tundra. It's anything from zero to 71 inches. Everyone knows that, Gene. Well, uh, it could be the case in some parts of Minnesota where <laughs> not 71 inches, but close to two feet of snow. Oh, no, thank you. Hard pass. And so I was reading this article, and it just made me feel so grateful to be in Duluth because of the fact that, A, we're not going to get as much snow as there in the Twin Cities and, and just further south of this area. But when I lived in Minneapolis, I um, parked. I had to park on the street. And I'll tell you what, when they say it's a emergency route, they're not kidding. Oh, yeah, like, I bet. You get a ticket, and literally within like five minutes, there's a tow truck right behind them. Like, they do not mess around. And so, right now, the city of Minneapolis and St. Paul's advising residents to get your cars off the streets, which made me laugh because it's like, well, where are they going to go? That's what I was just about to ask you. So, they have, uh, they've set up some emergency parking lots for people to, to park their vehicles. Okay. Up to 1,600 free parking spaces at lots across the city. Well, Duluth has that too, but so, okay, you park your car there, then how do you get back to your house? I was just going to say, how close <laughs> are these parking spaces <laughs> right. to their houses? Right. And I mean, I get it. It's when you get that much snow, the city's just trying to say, hey, look, you leave your car there, it's going to get buried. Right. So we're trying to do the best we can. You know, yeah, you can't just, you know, put your car up on stilts. So we're just warning you ahead of time. We need to be able to clear the streets. We know the snow is coming. But for anybody in the Twin Ports that feels like it's a hassle here in the winter, it's nothing compared to being in the cities <laughs> because <laughs> of that's that many more people and there's just less places to park. Right. So I uh, remember at my old place, you remember my old hilly place? Yep. Yeah, there was times in the winter I had to park like three blocks down from my house because I just could not make it up. Oh, God. I mean, I had parking in the back, but like if I can't make it up the hill, I'm not getting to the back of my house. You know, and I always think of that, too. Like any place where I've rented or then when I bought my house, I made sure it was somewhere flat. Yep. Because I'm like, I am not. Am not going to deal with trying to get up any types of hills anywhere in Duluth in the winter. Well, now that I live somewhere where it's flat and have a garage, I don't want to go back. I know. But there's some people where it's like, you know, some of these houses, even up on Lake Avenue, where I'm just like, wow, how do you do it? Yep. Like, do you just do the sign of the cross before you head down the hill every winter? Because you know, there's sometimes where I'm just like, I'll avoid going up to the top of the hill at all costs or... Somewhere where it's the super steep hills, you know, that are around here. Because I'm right. like, no. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? This could be it. We'll see what happens. Buckle up, Buttercup. Oh, wow. So um, lots of sympathy for people who live in Minneapolis, St. Paul. If they, I mean, even if you have a garage, I mean, let's hope you got a good plow person because right. they're, yeah, they're going to be. It's it's going to be tied up for a couple days. Is uh, Kirk sure. Cousins' neighbor available to plow people? <laughs> right. Well, I love how it's like open now. Farmer's Market on Lindale Avenue, 225. That's actually near where I used to live. Ooh. 309 spaces. Basilica, St. Mary's, Vinland Ramp, 
Um, and then the Vinland ramp has uh, over 600 spaces. <laughs> right. Um, but still, oh God. When we we looked up, what did what was it for the Halloween storm? They had twenty eight inches of snow down in the, the cities in yeah. Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah, and then up here we had like thirty six or something. Well, I was in Minneapolis during the Halloween oh. storm. Hey, I and was it up was here, crippling. I know you were three months old. You were. In I was. I was a baby. You weren't worrying about anything. No, 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 not a care in the world. But um, yeah, at the time I was living in Uptown, and I walked out of my apartment, and I'm like, "Where's my car?" Because it was just humps of snow. <laughs> and all I had was a sheet pan. Didn't have a shovel. That's right. And for whatever reason, I decided I'm going to try to dig myself out. Well, where are you going to go? Knock, knock, putting head. So you did all that work with a sheet pan <laughs> literally for nothing? Yeah, because the street wasn't plowed. <laughs> so I don't know what I was. I was the only one out on the street. And then finally, I'm just like, what am I doing? So I, I love wanted that for you. I know. So I had to go down to SA and get like essentials. So it was waist-deep snow, and I trotted down to Super America and then back up the street, and oh, my God, it was just awful. Awful. Didn't have boots, of course. I live in Minneapolis. I, you know, I don't have snow pants or anything like that. Oh, man. Maybe I had boots, but I didn't have snow pants. Yeah. And so <laughs> soaking wet, get back to my apartment. I'm like, <sighs> I'm never leaving again. It's like, yeah, pretty much you're stuck for like at least three days because nobody's going anywhere. Oh, geez. But um, again, let's keep our fingers crossed that the couple of inches they say we're going to get, that's going to be it. Right. I do not feel like dealing with two feet of snow. No. Any time of the day. Don't worry, Gene. I'll get you extra sheet pans. (laughs) Right. I'd be in the same boat. I don't have a shovel or anything. Well, I have a kid's shovel, but that's not going to do me much good. Taylor Swift on the way, Harry Styles too, and Megan Trainer made you look. That's next on Mix 108. Hey, it's Nick Cooper here for Arrowhead. Time right now is 7.54. It is quite chilly out there right now, 7 Ooh. degrees. So we're hoping that uh, you've had your nice hot cup of coffee and are Ugh. up and ready to go for the day. Uh, coming up next hour, we're going to talk about a uh, yes. topic that some people may just turn their heads away from uh, where there is a map of where Minnesota residents are cooking meth. Oh, So you definitely want to stay away from those areas because, well, you just do. You don't. You don't want. You don't want to be around that. Plus, uh, we'll talk uh, about the uh, winter storm. Give yourself uh, your forecast coming up, and uh, music on the way. Also from the weekend, die for you. That's coming up in minutes on Mix One Hundred Eight. Here's what's trending. Good morning, time right now is eight fifteen, and uh, Ian took on a very serious topic, and that is uh, find out which Minnesota residents are cooking meth. Yeah. With an interactive map. Now, really, I mean, it's, it, it is so incredibly dangerous. People that are doing that. You hear of houses that, like, have been abandoned that used to be where people cooked meth. They have to demolish the house. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it is no joke. Well, and then you always hear about houses exploding. I was going to say, that's what I was going to say next about the explosions. God, it's just scary. Yeah. So there's this website called Rehabs that put together a list using or a map using data consisting of more than a decade of DEA meth lab busts. So, of course, meth has been an epidemic for years now. Many cases of overdoses and ER visits. And so they decided to put together a map where you can type in an address 
and it will show you where busted meth labs were in the vicinity of that address. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So obviously it doesn't tell you like current meth labs because no one knows current meth labs unless they were busted or, you know, if you know a person. Mm-hmm. Well, it's one of those things too. Can you imagine if you already had purchased a home or maybe you live somewhere, you rent somewhere where they're like, yeah, there was a past history of a meth lab there. Right. I wonder if that would give you some kind of legal rights to get out of a lease or to back out of like the purchase of a home, you'd think that that would be. I don't know, but uh, also the website has data of a whole bunch of different things, and the state of Wisconsin even ranks in states for most potent meth. So, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. so scary. Yeah. I don't know if, I don't think this was meth related, but I was watching a TV show last night, and it's called um, Body Cam, so it's poli- it's footage of police officers from their body cam oh, footage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was a place in uh, California, and there was a cluster of homes, but they were um, all made out of brick, which was a, a great because of what happened. So there was a, a, a call from a neighbor saying that they smelled gas coming out of the, the neighbor's house. Oh, and they were saying that they hadn't seen the person in like a day or two. And that's pretty unusual because um, even though he was older and retired, like he'd at least like sit out on his front porch. Right. So they did a welfare check. So the police get there and it's a guy who's been in the force for like 20 some years. And then a rookie is literally weeks. He's been on, on the force. So he's partnering up with this older uh, police officer. So they approach the house and immediately smell gas. So you know that's bad because right. it's pretty rare. But like from a stove, like I can tell if mine doesn't ignite, I can smell the gas. Oh, yeah, for sure. So they call the fire department because, of course, the police are like, we don't know what to do. You know, you don't want to turn on any lights or, you know, how to even approach the house. Well, then it, it one So one of the firemen was trying to find the actual main valve to these homes to turn okay. off the gas. And all of a sudden it's like, kaboom. And so you see the one older police officer just in the fray of it. So his arm got pretty severely burned. And so they were saying that thankfully, since the house was um, like brick and mortar, the explosion just went like through windows, the open door, and then the roof. So the roof blew off and then landed straight back down. Okay. So none of the houses were even touched. And there was a huge explosion but because of how these houses were built. Was a firefighter okay? Yeah, it was the police officer that got burned. Okay. But of course, he's still trying to help, you know, say there's still a person still in the house. And right. he's running door to door to get neighbors and the, the fire department's grabbing him saying, we need to treat you for your arm because and then if you inhaled any of this smoke. And it's just crazy. Damn. But that kind of stuff happens all the time with these meth labs where these houses blow up because... Right. You're cooking all these different chemicals, and mm-hmm. again, if 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 you have that in a property, they pretty much have to destroy the property. Right? They can't. You can't clean it. It's beyond being able to clean. So it's it's pretty scary stuff. Ooh, yikes! So Ian's got all the details for you at uh, mix108.com and also on the mix108. And I app. just shared it on our Facebook page, too. and it's on our Facebook page too. If you want to check that out. MGK Black Bear coming up, Miley Cyrus too, and Harry Styles late night talking is next on Mix 108. Hey, it's Nick Cooper here for Arrowhead. The Northland Summer One in Music Mix, Mix 108. Gene and Ian in the morning. Ian, yo, when I say the word roundabout, yeah, 
What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Just I'm just kidding. I couldn't understand what you were saying. Oh, I said it gets my blood boiling. Oh, okay. But I said it in like if a wrestler was creating a promo like back from the late 90s, early 2000s. <laughs> I'll tell you what, brother. Well, uh, lots of people are not fans of uh, roundabouts. No, a lot of people get so angry. And I, you know what? I don't mind them. Do I like them? No, but I don't mind them. I'm not going to sit there and complain about them. I've ne- I'd never even heard about a roundabout until they built the one in Superior, honestly. I I'll tell you like, what, what, the thing that grinds my gears the most about roundabouts is there's a yield, you know, before you go on to the roundabout. Mm-hmm. That does not mean that you come to a complete stop if there's no other cars on the roundabout. Correct. Other than that, I have no issues with roundabouts. I just get so upset. <laughs> When I have to come to a complete stop because the person in front of me comes to a complete stop at a yield with no other cars in sight. And I'm like, what What are you doing? Or you watch the close call because they didn't yield and there's a car coming and they zip across. That too. And half the time don't even realize that there was a car there. And I, you're sitting there going, did you not see that car? I think my favorite thing that I've ever seen with a roundabout is uh, a traffic cam. I don't know where the city was caught a car just going straight through the roundabout, hit the middle, and just kind of like flew over like a big jump and then continued going. Oh, my God. <laughs> You've had to have seen that meme, like, make its rounds. I'm, I'm sure that I probably have because oh. it's one of those things, too, where you're like, did you not realize what you just did? <laughs> and like, I just kept on going. I'm like, just, this is great. What did you think? That was a speed bump? I mean, yes. what's what's the problem? Well, the the latest... Him and Haw that's going on is a roundabout proposal for 60th Avenue East. And initially, there was the one that was talked about on London Road and 40th, which I thought was just absolutely absurd because of a lot of kids that are leaving from the high school. Okay. And so that, to me, doesn't seem like it'd be big enough, like a big enough area anyway to have a roundabout. Like, to me, a roundabout is where you have an area that's like the super heavy traffic and issues about turning and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? So it's like, Aww. what's wrong with that area? Yeah. And okay, so, I can see that. You know what I mean? Like, what's the problem with... I took that road a hundred times a day. So it's like, I feel that I have a pretty good idea what it's all about. Well, now there's another proposal to have a roundabout on 60th Avenue East. And a lot of people in that area are really upset because they're like, no, that's the gateway to, you know, get like two harbors and further up north. And they're, they'd have to majorly expand that whole area. And so they're just saying there's, there's no reason for it. There's no problems. And really, there's, it's not a high traffic turning area. Like generally, it's people staying on London Road that are just going straight. I mean, occasionally you have someone that will be turning. Onto London Road, but it's it's not as bad. So there's a Facebook group that's out, and they're getting tons of signatures, and they're going to fight it. Wow. So we'll see if um, if that's going to happen. Because, I mean, they have to listen to the citizens of the city. You know, and if, if everyone in that area is just like, we don't want a roundabout here, and here's why, maybe it won't happen. Right. But I just... I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't see it. I mean, because they're saying safety for people to get across London Road to get to that. There's like a little lookout area that looks out on the lake. Okay. Comes yeah, from like yeah. Lester River and it all comes out right there. I know what you're talking um, about. 
And plus, they're saying too that there's two houses that would have to be knocked down that people are living in to make to expand the road. And they're like, that's not fair to these people to have to knock down their house. Right. So we'll see. Um, I have not taken the roundabout that's uh, near like the lakeside area and uh, with Glenwood or whatever. I I haven't taken that roundabout yet, but okay. that's a huge area, so I could see where they could put one there. Yeah, and that is bad because that's like a four way stop and nobody knows when to go where and stop. So I'm sure that that one works out okay, but uh, they're fighting it. 60th Avenue East and Lennon Road. They're saying we don't want it. Ooh. All right, so we'll, we'll see what happens. happens. BB Rex and David Guetta coming up. Sam Smith too and Pink. Never going to not dance again. That's coming up next. I'm Mix 108. This world has its left things up. It's four degrees. But before we do, I want to remind you about an event that's going on at the depot. It's happening this Friday from 3 to 11. Free gaming. Okay, when you say gaming, what exactly do you mean here? Are we talking board games? Are we talking video games? What's happening? You have a chance to play uh, puzzles, tabletop, and card gaming. Things like Pokemon, Magic the Gathering are just a couple of examples. There'll be plenty of variety for sure as involved in the games at the Depot event are local to Twin Ports. There'll be Collector's Connection also on the team for making it happen. Minnesota Jigsaw Puzzle Association. Nice! Let's hope it's not missing a one piece like the world's biggest puzzle that we talked about last week. Yeah, where there's like 60,000 pieces and (laughs) one missing. They were missing one piece. That would be so horrible. In addition to having having uh, plenty to participate in, games at the depot is completely free. It's a nice and expensive way to spend an afternoon trying out some uh, new games. Maybe you you'll go. just find a new hobby. Uh, everyone's invited to join in and observe as well. It's a great event for uh, kids to get them off their electronics for a few hours. Games at the depot in Duluth in their great hall. Uh, 506 West Michigan Street. Again, that's this Friday from 3 to 11. Need more details? We got them for you at uh, Mix108.com and the Mix108 app. So Sweet. Check that out. Let's do it, too. Gene, will you be my date this Friday? Yeah, let's go do it. Oh, goody, goody. Let's go play some board games. I know when I've tried to play board games with my kids, they're like, what? We're going to play Monopoly, and I'm going to get you to throw the board at me. I hate Monopoly. It's my goal. No, I'll flip the table. I hate Monopoly. Oh, that game just takes way too long. Can't do it. It's happening. Nope. Nope. I refuse. I I, I will step aside. I'll play Dungeons Love and Dragons. Love me. <laughs> Everybody loves Ian, and he's kicking off 80 minutes of music commercial free at 9 o'clock, fueled by our friends at Quick Trip. Plus, he's got his throwback song of the day. Thanks so much for hanging out with us this morning. We'll be back with you bright and early, 6 a.m. tomorrow. But just uh, keep it locked into Mix 108 all day long. Uh, again, Ian's got that 80 minutes of music commercial free. Only place you're going to hear it right here in Mix 108. We love you guys. Have a good one. Stay Mwah. warm. See ya. In support of Unger-